Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This is the Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 27th of February, and it's International Polar Bear Day. And a big happy birthday to Timothy Spall, Peter Andre, Darren Brown, and Josh Groban. After weeks of speculation, it looks like a new Northern Ireland protocol deal could finally be on the cards. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen is due to meet with PM Rishi Sunak later on Monday. The post-Brexit trading protocol was designed to prevent a hard border in Ireland, but it's caused friction with some unionists who say checks on goods arriving into Northern Ireland from Britain undermine Northern Ireland's position within the UK, and there's been pressure on the government to revise it. The current protocol was signed in 2020 by then-PM Boris Johnson, but former Brexit Minister Lord Frost said Theresa May's to blame. Theresa May and her team negotiated this terrible deal in 2018. It wouldn't go through Parliament. It would have kept the whole country in the customs union and bits of the single market forever. What we did was improve that. And Shadow Foreign Secretary David Lammy says Labour is likely to support the new deal. It's very likely that if a deal does emerge, it will be an improvement on the Northern Ireland Protocol deal that was struck by Boris Johnson. And for that reason, we have indicated that we expect to support this deal. That's if Labour are actually consulted on the matter, as the government's yet to confirm whether MPs will get a vote. But European Research Group Chairman Marc Francois says Rishi would be daft not to put it before Commons. I think given all the history of this, for the government to try and bludgeon this through the House of Commons without a vote of any kind would be incredibly unwise. Deputy PM Demonic, uh, sorry, Dominic Raab was doing the television rounds this weekend. He was grilled on Brexit, transgender prison policy and uh, the bullying scandal. An independent investigation was launched into the Deputy PM and Justice Secretary late last year after two members of staff accused him of bullying and it's thought that more than 20 civil servants have now made formal complaints against him. Dominic's always denied the claims but speaking to Sky Sophie Ridge he insisted he'll resign from government if the allegations are upheld. I'm not going to start speculating on what the outcome might be. Of course, look, if an allegation of bullying is upheld, I would resign. Dave Penman, General Secretary of the FDA Union, which represents civil servants, says they're smart enough to recognise the difference between high standards and harassment. They understand those pressures and they also know the difference between a minister that's respectful of their professional opinion and uh, their role as a civil servant and a bully. U.S. President Joe Biden has warned that his country will respond if China provides Russia with lethal military aid for their war on Ukraine, something which Beijing has so far denied. But head of the CIA, William Burns, says it's a definite possibility. Well, we're confident that the Chinese leadership is considering the provision of lethal equipment. We also don't see that a final decision has been made yet, and we don't see evidence of actual shipments of lethal equipment. Meanwhile, Russian President Vladimir Putin's been making headlines with claims that the West is planning to destroy Russia. In an interview with Russian state media on Sunday, he alluded to NATO's nuclear threat. 
He also came up with a bizarre theory about the West wanting to break Russia up into smaller states, a plot he claimed has been going on since the Soviet Union fell. They have one goal, to scatter the former Soviet Union and its main part, the Russian Federation, and then maybe they will accept us into the so-called family of civilized nations. But only separately, each part separately. U.S. Senator and former presidential candidate Bernie Sanders made a surprise showing on Sky News on Sunday. Appearing on Sophie Ridge's morning show, he gave his view on Scottish independence, he thinks the Scots should be able to leave if they want to, and urged the UK government to protect the NHS. He also addressed some of the issues facing his own country, claiming that wealth inequality in the United States is the worst it's ever been. So what we're looking at is a nation which is rapidly becoming an oligarchy. You know, we talk about Russia and Putin's oligarchy. Well, in the United States, we have an oligarchy as well, that a small number of people have much too much wealth, much too much economic and political power. Still to come on the Smart 7, Man United are back on top and Hugh Jackman's got an offer for King Charles. Right after this. Welcome back. Sunday saw Man United face Newcastle in the Carabao Cup final. Both teams had waited a long time to pick up a trophy, but on the day, Man United wanted it more and came away 2-0 winners. Manager Eric Ten Hag was delighted to see the six-year-old Trafford trophy drought end and felt this could act as inspiration for their other three competitions this season. You get a lot of inspiration of this, but also uh, more confidence that we can do it. And I think we are still in a start. Uh, to restore Man United there where it belongs, and that is to winning trophies. And yeah, this is the first one. X-Men star Hugh Jackman sat down with Sky News this weekend to promote his latest film, The Sun, which premiered earlier this month. He stars as Peter, the father of a depressed teenage boy, and Hugh admitted that working on the films changed his relationship with his own children. He also spoke about his love for the royal family and ended up issuing The New King with an unexpected invitation when talking about the next Deadpool movie. I have trepidation in the, I have many, many hours every day with Ryan Reynolds. That's going to be a real mental health stretch for me. But I don't know, maybe we'll get King Charles in there to do a cameo. What do you think, Majesty. Your Majesty? <laughs> Little cameo? You're welcome to punch Ryan Reynolds as many times as you like, Your Majesty. The Screen Actors Guild presented their 29th awards on Sunday night in LA. The SAG Awards have a pretty good track record of predicting Oscar winners, and if that's the case, Everything Everywhere All at Once has a good chance of a clean sweep this year. The multiverse movie picked up four major acting categories, making history with the most awards for a single film. Jamie Lee Curtis and Kay Hugh Kwan both won their supporting category, the cast won ensemble, and Michelle Yeo made history as the first Asian female to win Best Actress. Every one of you know the journey, the roller coaster ride, the ups and downs. But most important, we never give up. I thank you. Brendan Fraser won Best Male Actor, beating Colin Farrell and Austin Butler, and the Banshee crew didn't have a great night, having to settle for an Only Murders in the Building parody of their movie as their only moment on screen. Hey guys, what's up? Steve doesn't want to be my friend, he's threatening to cut off his second fingers. So, no more banjo? Aww. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft